Stay fly. Tell the nifty and just to give him a quick rundown of kind of what he missed out on a little bit. Yo, so <laughs> we talked to this dude, Al T, and holy shit, my man had just uh, a stuff. library of knowledge uh, and decades. I'm talking, he probably had three, I think 30 years, more than 30 years under his belt. Like he, our lifetime's worth of experience in, basically, in business. Everything that I know about music, he lived through and experienced it with these bands, with these artists. He's an engineer slash producer that started with SOS Band, Cool in the Gang. Wow. And nowadays is touring with Ludacris, and he also has his own artists these days. But he was an engineer for Teddy Riley. Um, actually, he is the engineer for Teddy he Riley. Is. They're having a whole like New Jack Swing, the like 90s, reunion tour, 90s. like a '90s reunion tour or something like that. With um, God, Black Street. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then Janet, I guess, is the headline or something like that. That makes Janet sense. has to be the headline. That makes sense. Damn, see, sense. when you said you 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 knew somebody who had somebody. <laughs> Talk about it. I'm about to go into this. I'm too. thinking it was somebody like our age or like a younger <laughs> cat. Because I'm like, okay, that's what's up. You know, we get another another peer mm-hmm. around here. You know, you didn't you didn't tell us you had an OG. I'm telling you, well, I didn't. I, I was I was I was pleasantly that. surprised with. You know, I knew he was gonna be professional about his business, but just yeah. it, just just the stories he was able to tell firsthand. Oh yeah, you know, wow. like, and and you never really hear from that part of the industry that much. No. Those yeah, those no. guys are not the promo people. No, they're not on the Breakfast Club. Nope. They're not on. You know, <laughs> so, but you get to hear days. stories from them that you'll never hear from the main artist, the headliner, the people that they work for. Uh, hopefully, stay fly. You know, we'll be able to uh, get that get get them on a couple more times. But yeah, that was an amazing interview. So, all right, we're gonna go ahead jump into our actual topics for today. Um, the first topic I wanna get us started on is just 2018 so far. This has probably been one of the better years of the past decade. Only thing I can compare it to is maybe 2015, you know, where we started out the gate with Joy Badass, Before the Money, and we had, you know, Kendrick's To Pimp a Butterfly, but that there was a lot of other albums that year that were really hitting. But this year, I mean, I feel like it's just been just body blow after body blow. I mean, it's only March. It's not even April yet. So far, we done had what, Black Milk, Laugh Now, Cry Later. We had Sky Zoo's Joint, which Stay Fly uh, reviewed. Jericho Jackson, which Stay Fly reviewed. We had the Black Panther soundtrack. We had Fonte's album, which I haven't heard yet. We had Prime 2. We had Murs dropped the album. Logic had Bobby Tarantino 2, which is like not only number one album in the country, but apparently he has 10 songs off of it that are in the top 100 or something like that. I saw something like that. What? I haven't heard the project at all. Bobby Tarantino 1 was just okay to me, so I wasn't too hyped about Bobby Tarantino 2. But if it's like that, definitely gonna have to give that a listen. Stay Fly, what I want you to do is, if you could just kind of talk about a couple of these albums, I want to know how you felt about, I mean, you know, for people that didn't really read the reviews or whatever, how do you felt about the Sky Zoo album? Just talk briefly about how, how that, is that an album you feel like you revisit or? I think it's definitely one of his best albums when you're talking about a complete album. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a guy who's been over a decade now in the game. He's established, he can now sort of have a pick production-wise, of what he wants. And this album, I think, especially... I think he made a conscious effort to stand out. Okay. Like, I think in the review I said there's no radio hits. There's nothing really that you're going to hear in the club. But And we know he's capable of it because he can blend with any sort of beat. But I think he came for a purpose. He came at... The titles are In Celebration of Us. So I think he he's one of the 
few artists now, I think, that can really successfully create a thematic album from beginning to end without making it, uh, you know, without getting lost and overthinking the process. Is the vibe different from his other projects or? No, I think much... it, it's it's the same sort of conscious, deep double entendres, triple entendres, things that you're, you have to read or listen to and read two, three, four times. For like people like me who love to go to like genius.com and go word for word through his lyrics. Yeah. This guy, he gives you this for days. And you know, he's older in the game now, so I think this album was a great evolution. Sound wise is very cohesive. Uh in he, a lot of ways I've always seen Sky Zoo as sort of like the poster child of consistency. Almost like Rhapsody in that regard. They are couple of artists that just have very few misses on their catalog. You just talk about just the quality of their body of work. He doesn't really take any risks, but the thing is, I think that that's intentional. Right. That's a part of his brand. He is clearly trying to recreate, you know, a vibe. And he's been really, really great at it. I haven't heard this particular album, but I've definitely heard the last couple. Yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of been that guy. I don't know if y'all knew this. He's actually Charlemagne's cousin. Um, I did I not I know that. I think I heard uh -uh, that once uh -uh. before. Like direct cousin, it's not, it's not like through marriage, nothing like that. So uh, let's see another album I wanted to talk about, Jericho Jackson. I think I've heard the whole album. This album is everything that I love about hip hop from beginning yeah. to wherever I've heard. Nifty, and have you had a chance to not experience yet. Jericho Jackson? No, no you haven't. Okay, okay, uh, you're in for a treat. You actually, honestly, you're gonna be blessed by the majority of these albums that have come out the beginning of this year. Jericho Jackson, Stay Fly, I'm gonna go ahead and give that to you again. You know, talk about it again. Um, Man, like this is kind of like to sort of like piggyback Christmas. off of Sky Zoo. It's another one that is kind of devoid of the radio hit, the club banger, mm. but it's definitely more soulful. You got Crisis on the Beats. Mm. He's the you know through the lineage of Ninth Wonder. So he's sort of got like this tribe called Quest, Raphael, Sadiq type vibe to him. He's definitely been slowly getting better. Like it's yeah. been a, a steady climb for him. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's had any drops. He's been honing his craft. He, obviously, everybody knows how we feel about Ninth and his whole jam, the uh, movement. Everyone under his umbrella seems to get better Flourish. from not just a superficial standpoint, but really, you know, Ninth takes time to, you know, from the bottom up. Get these, get these artists I really set hope, up for success. I really hope this Jericho Jackson thing, you know, kind of stands the test of time. Man, I hope there's a part two. I hope yes, um, because if you think about it, Elzai has really had kind of a rough go at it, just trying to transition from the Slum Village thing and the Dilla thing. A lot of people say that they can't hear Elzai unless he is on an, uh, a Dilla beat, and I'm like, all right, that's some. Real fucking cornball ass shit. Yeah, nah, this nigga got bars. I don't. I, as long crazy. as the beat is boom back, it probably don't even have to be boom back. He can freak anything. Like he is one of those. He can ride a soulful beat. Like no other. Absolutely. Yeah, he's just one of those artists. I mean, he, he. But he was really struggling to kind of find a home. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I hope that he has. It was interesting because, like, I was, you know, when I do my reviews, I like to do a little bit of research, see what else is going on with the artists, if anything else, you know, interviews that they had. And I didn't know this, but he was dealing with a lot of depression. Yep. The last three years or so. So you're talking about, um, said, so Elmatic 2011, right? Once that album dropped, everyone said, okay, he's getting ready to, you know, climb that rank, climb that ladder, get to that upper echelon of, of, of the other MCs and, and of his caliber. And then it was Plummeted just real quiet. Yeah. He had a Kickstarter that mm. apparently went nowhere. I mean, wow. they had the, I mean, sorry, he got the money. 
but nothing ever was produced. Holy shit. Oh, there damn, were fans that, that were like trying to sue him. So it was like damn. a real ordeal. Damn. I didn't hear nothing about that. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't either until I did the research. And then it was like, with the depression, of course, you got this going on. Yeah. Plus that. So then he put out lead, lead, lead poison, lead poison, which was a great album. Mm -hmm. But it or was like up. real, real dark, real like introspective, obviously dealing with what he was dealing with. And then since then, nothing. Mm -hmm. Until early this year, we just get that random IG from 9th. I think that it was like Jericho Jackson coming out this year. I was like, what does that mean? L's Eye Crisis, Jericho Jackson. So, And that was one of the greatest IG promos I have heard in a, in a long time. The I'm snippet like, okay, they had? Yes. I'm like, okay, yeah. I know. I know that the whole album is going to feel like this. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. I have still haven't heard the whole album. But everything I've heard has been on the level of... What is that song? Self-made since 12th grade. That's 12 my caller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is hard, man. All right, so the next album I want to talk about, the Black Panther soundtrack. First off, y'all seen the movie? Four times. Get the fuck out of here, man. Four times. <laughs> shit, yo, let's go into it. Let's talk in about the movie first, Four man. times in the theater. Yeah, let's talk about the movie. Go ahead, Nifty and Man, you ain't spoke yet. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, how you feel? How you feel about the flick? This shit was fucking amazing. Shit. That's, I've been wanting to chop it up with people about this. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of debrief. I went with a crew. I went with my, my high school crew. It was about 15 of us. Damn. Nigga, we had, we had about two. Okay, so there was no hard R there, right? Just, 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 I just want to double check. So we had two rows on locks. <laughs> There's always a hard R. It's always a hard R. Tell me all this nigga nifty. It is delusional as fuck. See, you intentionally held back right then. But there is always, 98% of the time, when you're not thinking about the way that you say the word All right, nigga. so the audience, what I want y'all to do is just uh, <laughs> listen to how many times I dropped the N-bomb. And pay attention to how many hard R's you hear. You're probably going to make up some imaginary hard R's just because the nip can't run in his mouth. <laughs> there are no imaginary hard R's when it comes to Twan. What happens is, this motherfucker speaks... This nigga here! See, there was another one. You right know, there. it's a hard <laughs> E-H, if anything. The movie was absolutely amazing and for a number of reasons there is a reason why it is breaking records why it is an extremely huge blockbuster it's not just because of the power of the black dollar the world is loving this movie because it has so many different things that you can expect out of a movie there's humor you have uh a great and fictional landscape. You have action. You have drama. You have a little bit of romance. And nothing is too over the top. It doesn't try to force humor down your throat like, say, Thor Ragnarok, which I love the movie. I thought that was extremely I funny. I really love that movie. I actually, I, I, do, I do as well. But I, I'm like, why is this movie so funny? Oh, it doesn't have to be this funny. funny. I think it that was, was Thor's lane from the beginning. I think they just kind of fucking failed with the first two movies. Yeah, go ahead. Well, okay, but... That's the thing. Black Panther hit it on the head across so many different planes. And to uh, satiate a couple of the uh, various parts of the audience, they didn't force blackness down your throat. All right? It wasn't black, 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 black Panther. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it was... One more black, 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 black Panther. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was great to be able to have a movie where I could identify... Uh, physically and socially, uh, with the main characters, plural, mm -hmm. as opposed to like, hey, there's Token right there. There's Token. Yeah. So it was, it was awesome. I mean, I saw it with my ex-brother-in-law, uh, brother-in-laws, actually. Uh, one time, I saw it with uh, 
Shorty Doo-Wop another time. I even took my 10-year-old son to see it. Um, and I can't. I think nice. one time I actually went by myself. Uh, but it was just great to be able to experience it with different individuals and get their take on it all and be able to have a conversation with so many different people and everyone had different opinions about what they loved about mm-hmm. it. You know, so it was really awesome. And I really think that uh, Marvel did a great thing with this one. Uh, Ryan Cooley did a great freaking job as a director. I mean, I can't think of any one aspect, actual aspect of the movie that I did not like. I can. Go ahead, but- wait. You know, the thing is, it, it gets to the point where it's kind of nitpicky, though. You know? I, I I mean, I'm nitpicky about some of the action. Some of the action sequences were just kind of... You, you a know? nitpicky nigga. There, there are more... I mean, I like Black Panther's action sequences in Civil War just a little more than Black Panther. You know? The chick from Walking Dead had better action sequences than fucking T'Challa did, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I, just, I, I didn't really dig the end fight scene with him and... Killmonger, Killmonger. Okay. yeah, it was a little rubbery. Yeah, okay. the okay. fakeness. That that that's it. That's that's really it. That's that's my only issue. That's fair. I think yeah. that I think that that's fair. That, that, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. nothing to really. But uh, that's that, at the end of the day, yeah. it's nitpicky in a otherwise fantastic fucking film. Don't scare me like that, colonizer. Too. Let me tell you something. I was sitting next to. Okay, so I had my whole crew with me. You know what I'm saying we 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 had about two rows filled up, and there's two white people sitting to the right of me. And then what they would do was. Any time white people were oppressed in this movie, they would be like, wait, what did he just say? He said, colonizer. Oh. Dude, they were so... I wish y'all could see that face he just made. That was perfect. So distraught. I'm like, look, this is how it fucking feels. You just got a small taste of it in the movie theater. Imagine this on a grander scale in life. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, fuck y'all, man. <laughs> I'm so glad that they held no punches in that script. Yeah. This shit felt good, man. Another broken white boy for me to fix. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. She's a star. I thought she, yes. I think she was probably my favorite. She's yes. a star. The, 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 sure, the, the, she is yes. going, and she's she going to be in the next the Infinity War and all that. Yep. I would love to see her in a scene with Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pratt, dude from Guardians of the Galaxy. All of them together. Because they're, they're the charismatic people in the universe, right? yeah. I'm saying, as far as I'm concerned. She's a star, though, man. She's, she's going she's gonna to be all right. I would love to see me in a scene with Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, Tell me why she is, like, the baddest dark chocolate chick I have seen in a long, I love her so much. long time. We ain't gonna spend too much time well, on Peter, if you Lord happen to mercy. find yourself <laughs> strolling through the internet one day, oh and man, somehow find yourself sister. in the world of mm-hmm. best in the mix, <laughs> I just want you to know that there is a 34 year old single male in Richmond, Virginia this that nigga <laughs> loves you so much. I. I'm a Leo. I love long walks on the beach. I Yo, have. you know she got bars too, man. Did y'all see the freestyle? She did a freestyle so. with her and Shuri. Yeah, uh, I did see that. Yeah, 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 that was tough. That joke was high. But was you know high. what? You know what I heard? Actually, they were in a couple of interviews and they were talking about the chick to play Shuri. She was doing that throughout the entire shoot. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple. Yeah. I've seen a couple oh, of different. Okay, okay. Shorty got bars, man. I think if, uh, as a comic book fan. If I like, feel like, well, there's got to be something that you know you would improve upon. It's how they they change the dynamic of the relationship between Mbaku and T'Challa. Because, it was too drastic. No, it was it was extremely tame, extremely mm. tame. Mbaku was like one of his largest adversaries, oh. both physically uh, and figuratively in the world of well, Black yeah, Panther. Kind of saying the same you know, thing, you know. But the way, uh, okay, yeah. Um, but in the movie, it was okay. 
hey, nigga, you know I really don't like you, but I right, I fucked with you a little you. bit. I, yeah, I, I, I got I, you. Oh, you saved my life. It was it was too abrupt. They but the thing is though, the movie was too fucking short. Huh? They could have dragged it out a little more and fleshed out both Mbaku and Killmonger a little bit more because everybody wanted to see a little bit more. I Killmonger. heard that there were hours upon. I mean, like they said that they they said that when the movie hours. comes on. Uh, home disc, whatever, however you do it, Blu-ray, whatever, Blu-ray, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Home, home, home disc. disc. Home, home di- Fucking laser disc. Fucking laser disc. Everybody <laughs> streams. So I'm like, okay, home you disc. Still buy. I-, I was gonna say home. Um, yeah, I was gonna say home disc. <laughs> <laughs> Your home records. Fuck yeah. When this shit comes out on VHS, son. But what I heard was this shit is gonna be four hours long. That's too much. So. I don't think so. If I don't think home, so at if all. If it's a home, as long as those scenes are scenes that are like, you know what, this could have been pertinent. Like I gotta, because they have to. If it's they have fluff, to trim I don't want to see it. There's yeah, no I don't want to see fluff. You're gonna have four hours with no fluff. Speaking of fluff, I looked uh, like I bought the movie Get Out on DVD because mm-hmm. um, I still watch DVDs. Uh, so fuck y'all if you want to judge me for watching DVDs. That's why I said the shit because I don't know what everybody get down. I'm not gonna lie. No, Part of it is I just like saying DVD. Uh, but I bought <laughs> I bought Get Out on DVD because it was a great fucking movie. Um, but then I was looking at the uh, deleted scenes, yeah. and like one scene was just Low Rail, Low uh, uh, Rail, just constantly getting they in the car at the end, that like over and over and over again. Yeah. I'm like, ah, uh, these aren't funny, so I can see why they didn't make it. I also don't want them on my DVD. Mm. So it's like, yeah, that that's fun. But it was just in, in the deleted scene section. It wasn't yeah. actually okay. No, it wasn't actually a part of okay, the fucking good, movie. Good. Yeah, nah. So Because the line that they just they chose was yeah, perfect. Yeah, that was that was great. That was yeah, fucking great. Was <laughs> so I don't want to see a bunch of that with Black Panther. Like a whole bunch of uh, mm-hmm. uh, mistakes and motherfucking reshoots and shit like that. Like I want to see some shit that, like, oh man, that would have been hot had it been kept in the movie. But for the sake of time, brevity, clarity, so on and so forth, I get it. But yeah, I don't think four. I mean, three hours. It's on DVD, so you can fast forward it. Or three hours is probably the max of what I can deal with. I think that was that. Is that the length of the Batman versus Superman movie? In the Blu-ray, I don't know because fuck. In movies, it was two. That's why I know exactly. In the movies, it was two and a half hours. I got the Blu-ray to watch my pops, and that was three hours. Okay. And holy shit! I did not hate that movie. I did not either. You know, Batman versus Superman. One thing they do. No, 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 no. It didn't suck. It didn't suck. It wasn't great. It didn't suck. Fuck Ben Affleck. It fucking sucked. Here is the. And I'm a Batman fan. Here is what I love about the Superman aspect. They'll touch on the 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 human. They'll they'll touch on the human aspect of how humans would react if there was a Superman type person in the world. They touch on that in Man of Steel and in Batman versus Superman. I think that is kind of what made me. Able to enjoy it. You never seen You're that right. before. You never seen that before. Yeah, exactly. All the Think other about it. Like, da, what? Da, da, da. How would you? Yeah, 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 yeah the cheesy yeah, yeah. Superman shit. Don't nobody want to see that. How would you really react if a motherfucker like that existed in real life? Goku and, showed no, up. Yeah, same. Yeah. He's the same type of motherfucker, man. Goku fuck up Superman. You think so? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I'm so glad. I fuck with y'all. These are my niggas here. Nobody else. Y'all heard that. Hard R. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get so close to the mic. If I blew at your ears right now, I apologize. Because I'm looking at the screen, and it looks like, I mean, I might have really, <laughs> that shit is like a 8.0 in a fucking Richter scale. But I'm saying, that hard R was hard. <laughs> huh. Fuck this nigga. <laughs> there's, there's a spike. <laughs> there's a spike. Oh, shit. Lord have mercy. So, but the movie was fucking great, and I actually thought that the soundtrack—I thought the soundtrack was a, a, a really good accompaniment. 
Uh, damn. You know, Compliment? Yeah, that, that worked. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's the juice, baby. <laughs> yeah, Black Panther, the movie was top five Marvel. Yeah. And then the oh, soundtrack was yeah. probably like maybe top five soundtracks. I think this is a soundtrack that's on par with like Above the Rim. Not better, but on par with Above the Rim. Waiting to Exhale. What other great soundtrack? Wow. Purple Rain. Juice. Juice. Those are probably the, the upper echelon movie soundtracks I could think of. And the reason yeah, why... They are. Yeah. yeah. They are. You know, and something about Kendrick's touch. He'll make a album where mm. there's hot songs in the beginning and at the very end. A lot of artists will have their whack shit at the end. Best shit at the beginning, whack shit at the end. It just trails off. Kendrick's albums go like this. They start off hot and then they may try off a little bit and then back up and maybe try off a little bit and then back up toward the end. There's not a huge drop off for anything that Kendrick's a part of. Anything that he has his hand in, he's going to make sure that you don't get bored. Well, think about like every classic album you like. The first, the intro track, the second track, the third track, hardest joints, right? Mm -hmm. And then like you said, they might trail off a little bit and then you, you, you know that the last track, the second to last track, those are going to be hot too. So I think he comes from that, that mentality yep. of that. He understands. Yeah, because he, he's definitely... How to craft an album. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely a student from that era. Yeah. So, But yeah, I, I really love the Black Panther soundtrack. My question was when I went into it, listening, I was wondering, I was like, okay, is it just going to be basically just like sort of a all-star TDE project? <laughs> or are they going to include mm. some... African themed type music and they definitely did and it was great. I, I fucking love those songs. They were toward the end. What they did was they, they made the project feel complete and like it made it feel like a true Black Panther project. I have one complaint. What's that? la dee da dee da Slap on me now. You know what they did? Um, yeah, I think hurt. they gave that man an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> he fumbled the fuck out but of that he didn't, he didn't need an opportunity. I mean it's yeah, even right. though I'm not a huge fan of his it's future. He like this was just on when I was in the car with like some some people from work, he could have did and, like, that. And I just I was just like he fucked up that song. And everybody, he fucked up that song. Yeah, they said you would think that. I'm like, yeah, I would. So would everyone else. Like, <laughs> like I, just, I, just, I mean, it's horrible. Like, it's, and and, and it it's my horrible review. enough to like me not want to listen to that song. I know. And the thing is, I cut it off. That's J Rock song, and yeah. he did some okay things on that song, but it he completely was... got overshadowed by that Lottie Dot bullshit. Yeah. It, it, oh man, it's yeah, so yeah. disappointing. Thank you. all Yeah, it's really fucking bad. And look, take a look at this. I really wish you guys could see this. This is me. <laughs> That's dude. So I'm on looking at, Google right now, looking so for that shit. <laughs> what we're looking at is a oh, meme. Oh man, that somebody put up of uh, that la di da di da song. I don't even know what the song is called because futures. It's so much on that bullshit. Dead, that's King's dead, probably. I think it's King's dead or something like that's that. That's exactly what I was looking for just now. Yeah. It shows a picture of Kendrick Lamar and J. Rock shaking hands, like, let's do a serious song. And then it has a picture of fucking future looking like a monkey. <laughs> talking about the Lottie Dottie Dot slob on me now. I'm like, oh, that shit is terrible. Y'all listen to the Joe Button podcast? Nah. Dude, not all about this was giant. going in on the probably last week's episode. Every five minutes this nigga's like, let Every time Joe or uh, fucking Roy says something stupid, this nigga's like, let that he not do that shit. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime a nigga say something stupid, that shit is horrible. Yeah, that shit. Uh, yeah. So let's see. All right, so Prime 2, Stay Fly, what have, What are your thoughts so far? Motherfucking Prime. I'm right. saying. And we were listening to a couple tracks before we started recording. 
I got some great to look forward to. This is, and this might this sounds probably better. Do you think it's better than the first? I no. I'd have to listen to the first one again. I want to see. I don't the remember band. the first no. that much. I don't remember the mm. first that much. I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to after I, I think I'm gonna have review, to go back to, to it again. I think you're right. In I, know my... the, I know this nigga Nifty and gets on me for comparing albums, but I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Corner is not for good. Nigga, say something. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We we talked about that last episode. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's true. okay. Yeah. So we got a uh, Logic Bobby Tarantino too. Have either of you guys listened to it? No. All right, so I haven't either. It, uh, I, it's, it's been intentional for me, based off Uh-oh. of what we talked about, uh, what we have been talking about, actually, for the last couple His of last months. last one? Yeah. Um, There's no variety in the, in the case? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, I'm going to give it a chance, but I have definitely I not been in a rush uh, to get to it. Uh, actually, a couple of projects you just uh, that we've just talked about, um, I, I can't wait to get my hands uh, on those bad boys. I really should have listened to him on the way down here, but this movie sorry, now sorry, just sorry, caught sorry, me. Sorry. But um, but I'm not in a rush to get to uh, the latest logic. Uh, but I'm not surprised at the success level of the songs or the album, I guess, as a whole. On well, the songs, some of the songs that have been released on the Billboard charts, uh, because he's whether despite how we feel about his previous works and his content, yeah, he's a hot commodity right now. Because of He's the whole, capitalizing. Because of the suicide song, because I don't know what mm-hmm. it's called. So it's the like suicide song. Yeah. yeah, so is that wrong to call it the suicide song? Actually, <laughs> I think it's just the phone Nobody's number. I think that's the name of the song. No, it's called 1-800, you know, yeah, but should I feel bad for calling it? Anywho, so yeah, so, but he's, yeah, like you said, he's capitalizing. And, you know, people, like we've known about Logic for how fucking long, you know what I mean? But America, uh, this, like the, the rap world, because hip-hop has known about it for a long time, but the rap world is like, oh, hey. Just this getting a kid. taste. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, people might be going back at old cows, whatever. But, you know, this is this is his time. So he really has to strike while the iron is hot. And hopefully that will translate into some great. So, we, we, you know, none of us can shit on the album because we don't, you know, we don't know shit about it. But I'm not surprised at the success uh, that he, I see him all over the fucking place now. And it's like, okay, all right, that's you know, that's I'm what's up. I'm proud of his success. I yeah, I'm, really, I'm, I'm definitely not hating on him. I just hope that the album's fucking good. Yeah, because I hope it's better than the last. As Bobby we know, as we I saw feel, on uh, with an interview that we'll talk about time. later, just because mm-hmm. you have songs mm-hmm. on the Billboard charts does not mean, mean that you produce God good music. But we know Logic is capable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see if the fact that he has so many songs on the chart uh, is actually you know indicative of his. Talent Word. and uh, his uh, potential. 